This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Liverpool's 2-0 victory at Sheffield United. Too often on this show in recent weeks, we've been looking back on a defeat, particularly at Anfield. But while there's tougher tests to come and while there's mitigating circumstances for Liverpool's current form, this was definitely a step in the right direction. As always, we'll be getting the view from the press box, this time from Ian Doyle. The view from the dugout with Jurgen Klopp and the view from the stands with our regular post-game callers. Tonight we have the pleasure of hearing what Lauren Black, Ross Strachan and Hannah Pinnock made of a win which moved the Reds within two points of fourth place West Ham United going into Thursday's huge match with Chelsea. But first we'll start at Bramall Lane with Jurgen Klopp's press conference in full and before that the verdict of the Liverpool Echoes chief LFC writer Ian Doyle. So Liverpool got back to winning ways here at Bramall Lane. They've won by two goals to nil. Uh, goals from Curtis Jones and, well, I'll give it to Roberto Firmino. It looked as though it was going to be on target, but it's been given as a, an own goal by Sheffield United's Key and Bryan. Uh, basically, it was a, a rare thing. It was a, a comfortable Liverpool uh, win in the end. I think nobody could complain with it. Um, Liverpool dominated more or less from start to finish Sheffield United weren't really in it in, a, in an attacking sense but that has been the way for, for the Blades for much of the season that's why they are at the bottom of the table and almost certainly going to be uh, relegated back to the Championship as I say Liverpool were, were well on top in the first half um, has to be said though that they uh, they came up against a goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale who hasn't been great for Sheffield United this season since arriving from Bournemouth but he uh, managed to pull out a, a fantastic display certainly in the first half uh, Liverpool could have wilted a little bit in terms of confidence we know we've seen certainly at Anfield that they've struggled for goals but that hasn't really in all honesty been the, the case away from home and uh, this is actually their fourth win in the last five away games uh, and they got the uh, opening goal three minutes into the uh, second half owed a lot to the tenacity of uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold who I have to say was was good again he's, he's, he's certainly improved over the last couple of weeks he's you know, approaching more or less back to his best form having been you know, by his standards quite poor for, the, for large parts of the season uh, certainly before Christmas uh, he had a shot uh, it was blocked uh, it came back to him and he managed to get to the byline uh, pull it back and Curtis Jones was there to, to finish into the uh, bottom corner great first time finish Sheffield uh, United they complained a little bit saying that the ball was over the line before Alexander-Arnold actually got his cross in but you know, on the replay it showed that it was certainly you know, the whole of the ball did not cross the line so there was no complaints with the goal what was interesting though that Jones was the one who was on the end of it because he's been uh, he was playing in a slightly different position I think for, for Liverpool in midfield the, Liverpool did well it looked they were playing 4-3-3 certainly from the team sheet there was only uh, two changes from the team uh, Alisson Becker obviously he wasn't involved Adrian came in because uh, Kelleher is also uh, he was also absent through through injury and the, the other change was Nat Phillips coming in uh, to replace Jordan Henderson having of course replaced him for the last hour I should say of the derby last week uh, yeah, but Curtis Jones as I say was playing in a more advanced possibly freer role uh, he seemed to be cutting in uh, from the left a little bit more often as well and he played well. He was uh, one of Liverpool's best players, along with Trent Alexander-Arnold. Actually, uh, the other the other decent performer was Nat Phillips. He uh, coming in as say centre back. He hasn't really let anybody down since he's coming to the team. 
He's somebody who's got the right temperament. He knows what his talent is and what he can and what he can't do. And against Sheffield United, you, you could always expect a, a, you know, that they were going to put in a bit of an aerial threat. It has to be said that Nat Phillips, he won the first header quite confidently, quite strongly. And apart from one incident in the second half where he was done for pace, which is always going to be an issue for him, didn't really put a foot wrong. And as I say, with, as I say along with Jones and Alexander-Arnold, he was Liverpool's best player. Uh, alongside him, Ozan Kabak again. He was a little bit of a struggle for him. He's, he's still struggling for confidence. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a big ask, isn't it, for a 20-year-old to come in to, and, and try and help save Liverpool's season, especially when he's been playing for a, a team in the Bundesliga who's been struggling at the bottom for for much of the campaign, certainly for the last couple of campaigns, actually. Um, but I mean, he actually scored an own goal in the first half. But it was it was it was an offside because there was a. I'm not sure it was. I think it may have been. It may have been McGoldrick behind him. So. It was never going to be allowed, but it was an example of... He turned and just passed it beyond Adrian into the bottom corner. It was an example of Liverpool's lack of lack of communication, certainly from Kabak, that, uh, that uh, Jurgen Klopp was talking about on the touchdown. We could hear him talking about it, saying he wanted the players to speak to each other. And I think Phillips is more of a natural leader than Kabak, but then that obviously comes to the fact that he's been at Liverpool for a, for an awful lot longer. Uh, you know, look at some of the other performances. So, say in that first half, Firmino missed two very good chances. Certainly, one of them was a decent enough save from Ramsdale, but the second one was Wijnaldum hit a shot, came out to Firmino. He looked at all he had to do was like put it into the net, but he, he looked turned to look to turn back and, and find a, a teammate, and the chance was lost. So, for him to get his goal, even though, as I say, maybe choked off uh, in terms of it being an own goal by Keane Bryan, because that's who it hit. Uh, what happened, say, in the 64th minute, it was a Good play actually from Firmino, good footwork after a ball had come back from him off Mane inside the area. Found the shooting position and to be honest I think he deserved the fortune. You know, He's had a bit of a tough time in front of goal of late. And once it went to 2-0 that was more or less it. There was a couple of other positives for Liverpool. James Milner was back in action, he came on as a substitute for Thiago. And Naby Keita made his first outing since um, since before Christmas. He's had that hamstring problem. There were say, a couple of absences. Diogo Jota wasn't there. He... Uh, he apparently travelled with the team, but he was taken ill, which is why Liverpool ended up having two young goalkeepers on the bench, including Liam Hughes, who actually played for the under-23s previous day in a 4-0 win against Arsenal. Uh, and Fabinho, it wasn't quite ready for him. Uh, also, no no Ben Davis either. We believe that he had a, he's suffered another minor injury problem, and there was no Costas Simakas on the bench either. So, you know, they were just minor problems for Liverpool's players, but this was a... No, it's... it's, it's you can't really argue in terms of the scoreline. Liverpool could have won by more. People would have expected Liverpool to win. Liverpool would have expected to win this game, and, and they have done fairly comfortably. But they got some tougher tasks coming up. Certainly, the next two games against against Chelsea, uh, against Fulham, uh, and against RB Leipzig in the uh, in the Champions League, and over the next ten days. So, while Liverpool have got this away form, as I say, four wins in five at home is where the, really the issue has been and I think if they can take the confidence of, of this performance into those home games then it can only stand them in good stead because if you look at that race for the top four they're now only three points behind I think it's West Ham in uh, in fourth place Chelsea obviously they're another team who were in the mix they drew against Manchester United Tottenham once and Aston Villa won the previous day so it, there are you know, and there is, sorry, I should say, still an opportunity for Liverpool to snatch that top four place. Say Leicester got beat by Arsenal, so it's become a little bit congested there. And this is a game Liverpool, as I say, would have expected to win. They have done, and uh, it's a confidence booster ahead of some more difficult assignments over the next few weeks. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red Channel.
uh, well done tonight. Um, it was a nice touch from Curtis Jones at the end there, just to dedicate his goal to Ali. But I, I just wonder, you know, taking that into account, but also what you saw on the pitch, how you felt about the togetherness that, that still exists that we saw tonight within that squad. I am. I was never in doubt about the togetherness of this team. So the world is like this. We win a game and we show togetherness, obviously, for everybody. We don't win a game and people guess we don't have, are not together. So that's not exactly, um, it's not as easy as that. So, but uh, this was another special week. And, um, and um, yeah, and uh, it's a very nice touch from Curtis, of Curtis, of course. Uh, but it was clear that it will be like this, that we try our everything, not only for Ali, but as well for Ali, of course. Just on Curtis as well, Jürgen, how do you feel he's maturing? Because he picks up the Man of the Match award tonight, not just for the quality that he shows on the ball, but the work he's doing off it as well. Oh, there's a lot to come from Curtis. Eh? So um, the, the, the potential is exceptional. We had a lot of talks this week, especially the video session as well. We showed him just that he has to be more in his decisive areas um, because that he's very good with the ball, he's controlling it, he's good, he controls the game really well, keeps the ball, that's all really good. But yeah, the player with this quality, we need him in finishing situation as well. Tonight it worked out really well. So happy about that. And in the context of the season, Jurgen, how big a result is that tonight? Very, very big, very big. We needed the points, obviously. To, to get kind of in contact with the teams above us. Um, so it was very important. Thank you, Vinny. I actually haven't got any more hands up unless someone wants to unmute and ask a question, then we'll, um, could be quite a brief press conference. Paul Joyce. Hello, Jürgen. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, obviously, a, a quick turnaround now to, to um, the Chelsea game on, on Thursday. Do you anticipate people like Jota um, Allison and Fabinho being available for that game. Um, yeah, Ali, Son, and Fabinho. Pretty sure with um, um, with Jogo like this. Jogo was without with us in the hotel, but he got sick overnight, um, and we had to send him home. So it depends to how quick he will recover, obviously. And um, so he was in squad and, and, and how, as I said before, he trained with the team that looked all really good. But unfortunately, he got sick overnight. So, um, yeah, so I think he will be available, but I don't know. Okay. Thanks, Paul. We've got Nathan. And then I think that's the final hand as it's done. Jürgen, what was your thoughts on Sheffield United tonight? In particular, Aaron Ramsdale. I thought he was excellent in the first half. Did you feel like it could be one of those days where the keeper has one of those performances? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I think it's clear that we scored the two goals with the two rather scrappy situations. So I deflect the ball and the ball where um, obviously whole Sheffield thought the ball is out. Um, but I think the first goal especially shows a little bit of difference between the other games and tonight. Um, because we missed chance in the first half, played super football, created super chances. And we all know we had times when we score in these situations, but um, not in a moment. And um, so we have to turn around with other goals. And this goal, we were we stay on track in the first, the first goal. I think Sadio kept the ball in the game, right? Was it Sadio? Who passed the ball to Curtis? Trent. 
or trying to play and keep the ball in the game. Um, and then Curtis Peterson's situation is off, and I think Sheffield was stood still in that moment, if I'm right. So I thought I didn't celebrate because I thought they had they have a better position than I have, so they probably know it's out. On top of that, the, the bench of Sheffield said as well when they watched it on the screen on the, on the iPad um, that the ball was out. And I thought, okay, the ball was out. But then the ball was not out. It was a big surprise. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Good to hear that Fabinho, Alison Becker and possibly Diogo Jota will be back for Chelsea on Thursday. We'll have plenty of build-up to that match on the Blood Red channel this coming week. But the rest of this podcast is still looking back on the win at Sheffield United. And now it's time to hear the verdict of Liverpool fans, starting with Lauren Black. A really important victory for Liverpool tonight after what has been a really difficult period for the team over the last couple of weeks. And it was a good performance from the whole team, which which was needed. Um I thought Adrian and goal um did well. He wasn't troubled too much but when he was called upon he did his job well. Um he's obviously had his had his fair share of stick this season but when called upon he handled himself well and didn't look out of place in what in what is his first Premier League start since October um last year. Um a really crucial clean sheet and that's down to his performance and the performance of um, Ozan Kabak and Nat Phillips tonight. Um, I'm, I think that's Liverpool's 18th centre back pairing this season so far, which is absolutely outrageous. Um, they obviously had a little bit of time against Everton, but then a full 19 minutes together tonight um, is good in what could be, you know, a new partnership going forward for the remainder of the season. So, yeah, happy to see them do a solid job and, and get the clean sheet. Um, I thought the midfield three of Juan Alden, Thiago and Curtis Jones played very well tonight too. Um, Curtis Jones obviously is an exceptional young footballer and he's shown his talent on the pitch with some great performances so far this season. Um, a fourth straight, straight star for him tonight and he's been so crucial in our midfield. So yeah, it's it's nice to see him having a big influence on the team and coming up through the ranks. You know, He's no longer a, a, a youth player coming up through. He's now a fully fledged member of, of this Liverpool squad so yeah he'll be a real asset for Liverpool going forward um, Aaron Ramsdale looks set to have you know what probably would have been his best performance of the season so far tonight against Liverpool because of course he would um, he was first to ever cook off his line and made some great saves to deny a few attempts in the first half that probably could have left us 4-0 up going in a half time Um it looks set to be one of those nights, but obviously Curtis Jones broke the deadlock with a very well-finished goal. And then Firmino looks to make it too. It's obviously gone down as a new goal now, but um, some tricky feet in the box to, to confuse the defenders and a lucky deflection that sees the ball loop up and over Ramsdale, which was obviously unfortunate for him given the performance he'd had. Um, I think Firmino needs to have a little bit more confidence in himself going forward. I think... It was touched on um at half time by the by the pundits on Sky that, you know, he looks like he prefers to assist and create opportunities for others sometimes rather than get the accolades himself. But he always gets himself in some good positions and always looks to make the wrong decision um when it comes down to it. So I'm not sure if that's a confidence thing for him or if he just genuinely wants others to score. Um, who knows? But, you know, I'd like to see him take more opportunities going forward. Uh, Chelsea up next, a big game on Thursday night at Anfield and 
you know, an opportunity to work our way up the table with a win. Obviously, with Chelsea drawing today, um, and West Ham not playing till next weekend, you know, we could find ourselves in fourth, and that'll be a huge confidence boost for the squad. Um, not sure what the team selection will be, or you know, if we'll see Fabinho or Jota back in the sides. Um, I think it'll be interesting to know what partnership here and it'll happen if Fabinho is back in the squad and whether he'll go straight back in defence or whether, you know, Klopp might want to stick with Phillips and Kabak um, as the pair and maybe play Fabinho back in midfield again. Um, I think that would be interesting to see, but, you know, I think if Fabinho is ready and available, he probably will slot back into that centre-back um, role again and it's just a question of who will partner him, but hopefully it'll be another three points for Liverpool. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Thanks to Lauren, who rightly picked out positives across the pitch. And to finish, we'll now hear from Ross Strachan and then Hannah Pinnock. Comfortable 2 0 victory, and the Reds finally back to winning ways in the Premier League. Probably best sides, one of the best sides we could have been playing there today, Sheffield United. No real threat, no real quality about them there's a reason why they're rock bottom with such a low point total and you could see that in the game there today uh, Liverpool obviously really low on confidence low on you know goals going in and troubles at the back but like I say the ideal scene to be playing I thought we played I thought we played well the whole game um, first first half plenty of chances Firmino Misses an absolute sitter. I think it was about 10 minutes gone. Threw on goal. Got a score. For me, I was really low on confidence. and you know, You'd expect him to slot that. Even a striker low on confidence should have scored, but he didn't. There was a solid chance. About the half hour, there was a great effort by Trent. I mean, their keeper, you've got to give a mention to their keeper, Ramsdale in goal particularly in that first half when Liverpool were putting on the pressure. Made a lot of good saves. You wouldn't say any world-class saves, but saves that you expect a keeper to make, but he had, he had to make the saves. And, you know, we made four, five, six really good saves and Liverpool could have been 2 or 3 up in that first half. So you're just hoping more of the same. Second half, they come out and they get a nice early goal, which obviously takes all the pressure off. It was about two or three minutes into the second half and it was from uh, Curtis Jones. Bit of a deflection that in the box dropped to him and Curtis Jones with a wonderful curling finish. We've seen a few times before what Curtis Jones is about and yeah, it was a great finish from the, from the lad. And then, you know, it was about another ten or so minutes later, uh, Bobby Firmino's got the second. Possibly they're saying it's an own goal on the commentary, but I'm, I'm going to give it to Bobby. I don't care what they say. Good build up again, deflect, and it's fell to Bobby's feet, and he's got the shot off. It's deflected off one of their one of their defenders and looped over the keeper. And as soon as it's two 0 it's absolute game over. Liverpool have totally relaxed then, foot off the gas, and yeah, it was really really comfortable. Sheffield United. We're never going to score on a month of Sundays against us, even with our troubles. And it was a very, very comfortable win in the end. Mentions wise, like I, like I mentioned, uh, Jones, absolutely excellent from start to finish. Came off on the 18 minute mark. Maybe we are resting him now for 
for the uh, Chelsea game in, in the week. Um, he was, like I say, he was brilliant. Involved in everything good that we'd done. Noticeable to me that he was definitely, he's definitely been told to get himself further forward. He was one of our furthest forward players. You know, he was at get, he was up there helping the front three and. Yeah, he was really, really good. He's, he's he's so good on the ball. He's got an eye for goal. So, yeah, I thought he was brilliant. I think he got man of the match on the commentary as well. So, totally deserved. Curtis Jones, brilliant there tonight. Let's have more of the same. Uh, we'll mention Adrian. Uh, comes in for Allison with the tragic news. What happened to Allison? We're all thinking of Allison and his family at this time. But yeah, Adrian has come in. Didn't have to do anything, but what he'd done was enough and it was no, no nonsense. Punched when he had to, got rid when he had to, made a couple of saves when he needed to. And I was I was pleased for Adrian because he he got a lot of stick the last time he's played. He's, he got taken out the team and then the young lad came in instead of him. And Yeah, he's had, he's had a tough time of it sometimes, Adrian, so I was pleased he's come in, had a good game, that'll do him well. I, I'm, I'm really pleased for Adrian. Centre-backs... Obviously, we've started with the two lads, uh, Kabak and Phillips. Really good for them to get a clean sheet. Good test for them physically today, but no real ability there for Sheffield United. Going to be a, going to be a obviously different kettle of fish when we play Chelsea on Thursday. But yeah, Phillips, I thought was excellent. Quite a physical player, throws himself about. Kabak didn't really have to do too much. Got caught out a couple of times in behind, which he needs to keep an eye on. Just switching off and letting the man go. Against better sides, he needs to watch that. But it's all a learning curve. The two young lads who really shouldn't even be in there, but they're in there. Let's just let's just get behind them and hope they can hope they can do the job. So yeah, positive. Great uh, weekend of results for Liverpool. Points dropped from a lot of the teams who were going to be in this mix for the top four. We're a couple of points now behind uh, Chelsea and it's Chelsea that we play on Thursday. So I think Thursday's a huge game. Probably uh, could define uh, how it goes in the season now. If we can go and beat Chelsea, it really sets us up now for the last push in the season. Yeah, we've had our difficulties. Yeah, there's going to be a few more bumps in the road till the end of the season, but we've picked ourselves up. We dust ourselves down. We've had our defeats. That was the perfect game for us today to get the results. We can go into Thursday now, confident, and let's go and get that win and let's really push for this top four. We've got the Champions League to still look forward to. So, this season's still all to play for. We go again Thursday. Come on, Liverpool! Little to complain about with that job done and such an important win given other results elsewhere in the league this weekend. Makes... Thursday's game against Chelsea even more important but you know seriously needed win um although we do seem to be playing better away from home anyway as it is so um we'll see we'll see if we can start picking up results at Anfield again um team selection wise you know made sense completely you know Adrian stepping in at the last minute to fill in for Ali given you know the circumstances with his family right now um, but, you know, Adrian did a good enough job, you know, no mistakes, was solid enough and that's all you can ask for really. Um, defensively, I thought we looked, you know, better than we have done. Um, you know, Quebec, I thought, looked solid, minus that, you know, one moment with the on goal, but, you know, it was miles offside, so, um, you know, 
nothing to worry about. Um, Nat Phillips, I mean, he got turned and lost his man a couple of times. And, you know, ultimately he's not the long-term solution for Liverpool defensively, but he's good enough to do a job, you know, whilst we need him. So, um, you know, and at least those two hopefully can start to form some sort of consistent partnership, which will make things a little bit better moving forward. Um but yeah, I thought Trent was exceptional. You know, he's really, really back in form now. Um, I don't really think he's ever been that far off, to be honest. I think the whole team, you know, has been underperforming this season, you know, with the injuries and, you know, Trent's no exception to that. But, you know, as of late, he's just, you know, he's looked, you know, back to his best, which, you know, is really good to see. Um Initially, I thought it was going to be one of those days, um, you know, with Ramsdale um, turning into prime booth on there. Um, I mean, what keeper doesn't? It it always seems to happen against us, um, where pe- where teams with um, mediocre goalkeepers suddenly become the best in the world for one game. Um, but second half, we switched it on, and you know, I was really pleased for Curtis to get that goal. Um, I don't think it went out of play. Um, the replays, um, it depends on the angle that you look at it. Some of it, some of it looks like it might just be out, but others, um, it looks well in, um, or at least not, not as clear cut as some people are making out, but, you know, um, it is what it is. The goal stood, VR looked at it and Curtis got his goal, so no complaints there. Um, and I'm glad we... We didn't roll over and, you know, and end up falling apart in any way, you know, like we have done, you know, take the Leicester game, for example. Um, We kept at it and, you know, I'm going to say Bobby got his goal because Bobby got his goal. Um, I don't care if the Premier League want to take it away from him for a deflection. Um, You could see by his reaction how much that meant to him and how much he needed that. Um, You know, so that was brilliant to see, you know, there's, there's a few moments in that game where, getting very very frustrated with Bobby you know that chance in the first half you know you you initially look at it and you think Ramsdale makes a good save which it was a good save but most forwards I think bury that and you know for Bobby it went straight to the keeper so um you know certain moments where you think he can do a little bit better um so the fact that he got his goal hopefully that that starts to instill a little bit of confidence. Um, would have been nice for Mane to get that goal, but you know, ultimately it was offside. So, and it and it was clear as day offside. So you can't really have any complaints there. But overall, I thought it was a very good performance. It was good to see Naby get some minutes at the end there. I thought he looked very good in the little cameo that he made. Um, I think with him, it's just just a case of staying fit. Um, you know, the physios have been extra especially careful with this recovery, so hopefully that means he'll be an option at least for the rest of the season. Um, in terms of starting, you know, it's difficult to see whose place he takes. Um, the obvious answer, I think, would be Curtis, but it's difficult to say that, that that's a given, to be honest, because Curtis Jones has been, you know, borderline exceptional, um in recent weeks so you know it's hard to say that Naby walks into this team but ultimately um we have been missing a player like Naby so 
um, and I hardly think he's going to drop Ginny or Thiago. So um, it'll be difficult to see what Klopp does with his team selection. At least, at least if anything, it means more rotation and and there's not as much pressure, you know, on any player. So, um, but the big thing I think is. Diego Jota I was really really hoping he'd be fit for this game um but obviously illness has struck um hopefully it's nothing serious and it's just a little bug that he can get over because to have Jota back as an option I think would just work wonders for this team um you know obviously tonight we got the two goals but to have someone like Jota on the bench or you know to start pushing Firmino again um you know, he was exceptional before he got injured and, you know, Jota takes his chances a lot more than, than Bobby does. So, you know, to have someone like him as an option again will be so important in the run-in. So, fingers crossed on that one. Um, but yeah, I was a bit gutted to see him not in the squad tonight. So, um, but yeah, fantastic win and big game against Chelsea on Thursday. You've been listening to the post game podcast on the Blood Red channel.